vicious, but brilliant. Good evening, hello and welcome to New York Talks, the Golden Night Podcast, and it's Biggie. We've got a Biggie, uh, Friday night under the New York lights, and well, <laughs> right, let's get on with it. So we have back to speak today, back to, well, the good old days, like, <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, the three of us, Michael is with us, hello Michael. Hello. And Danny Ogden-Clear is back with us as well, thank you for joining us Danny. Hello everybody. Uh, Danny, we're going to go straight to you. Yeah, um, so yeah, I um, just want to put in a few words to the podcast because uh, today would have been my granddad's birthday. Um, it would have been 78 today, uh, but unfortunately he passed away last year. Uh, and he was the one who took me to my first football game nearly 15 years ago. Um, granted, it was at Bramall Lane with my dad's because <laughs> that side of the family are all blades. But, <clears throat> you know, 15 years down the line, here we are. Um, and anyone who travels with Kimmy Park and with me on away days will know what this is. Uh, but this is the flask that they got me for my 21st. And so far this season, that flask has done nearly 3,100 miles following the Millers this season. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to take up a couple of minutes just to wish him happy birthday, whatever comes next after this mortal realm. And yeah, thanks for getting me into football. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Danny's granddad. Right. So we've got, as we mentioned, Friday night under the lights. Couldn't be more excited for this. I'm almost as excited for this game than I was for Wednesday game. I'm so excited. Um, this is what following football is all about. This is a top two clash, top of the table, Mick. It's got everything, this game, and it? The weather's going to be rubbish. It's night time. It's just got everything. <laughs> you sound like you should be on talk sport, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's got certainly got the potential to be um, a, a good game. Uh, to, the, the two best teams at division, uh, under the lights, as you said, they, they're flying the ointment at the moment. It's obviously going to be the weather. I don't know what, how, how bad it's going to be. Um, hopefully, it's not too bad that the game's not on. Fingers crossed. Um, so we'll have to see how that one pans out, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Um, they've got a very, very good defense record, not as good as ours, obviously, but it's uh, it's, it's, all right. it's not bad, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. I know I always said that four times now, but yeah, uh, the weather, but on the weather, uh, the pitch is gonna be fine, there's gonna be no issues with the pitch. Uh, we were you know, playing New York, not Hillsborough. Um, the, the 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 problem Warm. may come is if is if the wind is, it's going to, it's going to be really windy so it's going to be a safety issue rather than a a footballing issue if that sort of makes sense um, touching all the wood we can we can find but my head says my head and heart both say it's going to be fine but I hope, I should also add to that is I hope everybody stays safe particularly our southern millers if there's any of the southwest of the country. Or in Wales, or whatever. Please stay safe because it's going to be hella dangerous over the next yeah. four hours. You'll need your big coat, that's for sure. <laughs> yes, you will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. not that us down south. I still be walking to the shop, won't they? But so yeah. it's fine. <laughs> Just make sure it's not too big. <laughs> Otherwise, you might end up back here, back up here quicker than you thought. <laughs> uh, brilliant, uh, Danny. Where are your excitement levels for tomorrow night? I mean, it all begins for me earlier on in the day because um, me and a couple of mates uh, are actually meeting another mate at work because he works at the Harvester uh, on the way to Magna. Uh, so we're meeting him there before the game, getting him a pint, and then we're just going to stumble over to the ground, ho hopefully without taking off along the way. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> it's one of them where it sort of brings you back into the old-fashioned non corporate style of football where it's a top of the table clash in what's going to be shocking conditions so it's just going to be a really classic football game the only difference is that it won't be played on on mud you know it'll be played on a nice carpet at new york stadium um 
but yeah, I'm buzzing for it. I mean, it's, it is literally the two best teams in the league that are first and second going at it mm. to try and one trying to catch up with the other one, the other one trying to uh, get further in front of the other one. Um, I don't think it's going to be a classic in terms of scoreline uh, because looking at our defensive record, I think we concede 0.7 goals a game and Wigan concedes 0.9 goals a game. <laughs> so now that I've said that, it's going to finish 4-4, isn't it? Um, but no, it is It is going to be a proper top-end-of-the-table clash, which deserves to be on, on Sky Sports for anybody who doesn't want to brave the weather. But obviously Sky Sports don't care about League One. They only care about the one rubbish local derby that they wanted to change the timings for. Um, but yeah, so it should be one for the fans, this one. If you, if you miss this one, you might end up to regret it because it's not on the telly, of course. Um, but also it could be one of them proper dogged nil-nil performances. You know, it, it, it's one of them games where the, pin, the pendulum is most likely to swing both ways that you don't know what to expect from the game. That's yeah. how... That's how excited you are for it. And it's a sold out, well, not sold out, sold out, but sold out for current capacity, sold out. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, it's it's two teams that, like, weirdly get on with each other. You know, we don't have a lot of animosity towards Wigan. We have a little bit towards a particular player um, that our chat with Kurt Broadfoot um, tries to shine a light on. Obviously, you can't say too much about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but other than that, we sort of it's one of them where it's like we're okay with the other one getting promoted as well. It's just mm. one of them where it's like if you finish first, all right, if we finish first, all right, as long as we both get promoted, it's okay, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, so it should be a good, it should be a good game, and I expect very little trouble after the game, which makes it even better because we don't want any of that like we had on Sunday with the Wednesday fans being rather upset, which I think is why mm. their game against. Accrington got called off because there were still tears on the pitch when they made it really wet, you know. Um, but yeah, really looking forward to tomorrow. It's going to be brilliant. Yeah. We're going to one of them clubs that sort of know the place, I think. Uh, from a fan point of view, they know they're not a big club. And I know, and they had them years in the Premier League, but I, I still, I might be wrong. There might be some really arrogant Wigan fans out there. But it doesn't seem they got above the station, if you know what I mean. They know they're probably a championship club. Um, and I sort of respect that a little bit. Look at teams like Swansea went up there, and when they came back down, there was that, there was definitely that arrogance about them. Um, I never really got that from Wigan, um, so I do have a lot of time for them, to be fair. Um, so let's see who we've got with us. We've got Gav Grundy with us, the Grundy's with us, Gav's with us, and Steve's with us. Thank you for joining Great. us, boys. S six four Miller with us, Harvey Kelwick, Paul Brock, and Alex. And we have Matt Goodwin, eight lads up the Millers. Nothing decided tomorrow, but it's the type of game to be excited about, and why not? Especially after no fans last year, it'll be a great atmosphere and buzzing for it. Yeah, this is the type Absolutely. of game when we were in lockdown last year. These are the games we were desperate for, um, and it's the biggest game. It's the biggest we've had since the Cardiff game last year. Obviously, like the game was bigger because it was last year's season. But this is the biggest game since then uh, in terms of the league and how much it matters. Um, so it's really I'm really excited. Um, let's look at some sort of negative news though. Make the tier that uh, so this isn't team news, but it's sort of injury news. And will Grig Paul Davis reporting today that Grig's season is done? Um, surgery is required, um, which, which obviously has its own knock-on effects as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul has talked about signing permanently for next season, which would be brilliant. But it's a blow for everybody. I, I know Freddie scored, but to have somebody like Grig's experience in this squad would have been—I know it's still being around—but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's, it's sad for him. To be fair, more, more for me, in my view, more more than for us. Whilst it's you know it's obviously not great for us, quite clearly, uh, because he is such a good player and an experienced player level as well. But you know more for him really because his, his season's yeah. up and and as it, as things stand at the moment, come June whenever whenever the contracts are up, he's not, he ain't got a job at the moment, has he? You know, um, so hopefully, hopefully we can get a deal done with him. Um, because it would be nice. I mean, he is, I guess, kind of coming to the back end of his career now, isn't he? You know? Mm. Um, so he's never, he's, I don't think he's going to be in any position to sort of command wages that Sunderland were offering. Um, for, for, probably not from anyone. Um, but you, you never know. We'll have to wait and see on that one. But uh, it would be nice if we'll get him in for next season, just purely for his experience. Um, mm. But we've got Georgie Kelly there waiting. He's quite clearly fit. Um, you know, so whether he's match sharp is another matter, but um, it, it's 
it's not a massive concern. Let's be fair. Mm. From yeah, season point good. of view, anyway. Yeah, no, it'd be great to make sure. And and to be fair, this is not this is a side effect of it, but it might give us a better chance to sign him, him being injured. If he scored 15 goals between now end of the season, there's going to be bigger clubs than us trying to sign Will Gig in there. If he's not playing, it might yeah. have played from a very, very selfish point of view. It might work out an advantage long term. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Reg, I think he's a couple of weeks away. I think you know, they're sort of earmarking around the semi final game for the Papa John's, is roughly whether they risk it for that game or not is another question. But around the 5th or 6th of March, I've seen for a potential return date for Reg. Um, that's not necessarily a problem, Danny. The defence looks really strong. The defence against Saturday, mm. we've got Angus almost back ready. We're set and solid as our defensive record shows. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. I think um, the initial panic over Reg um, going out injured has now basically just rolled itself out, hasn't it, really? Because, yeah. you know, like you say, we've got Angus coming back. He got a few minutes against Wimbledon and was effectively being willed to score <laughs> by, <laughs> by everybody. Um he didn't come on against Chef Wednesday, but you can understand it on that pitch. Um, but it's the fact that he's still able to take part in the cool down after the game that proves he is more match ready than well he has been for the whole season, really. Mm. Um, but then we've also got the defensive partnership of Woody, Icky and Harding. Now, we've always said that Reg was keeping Harding out the side, but now Harding's come into it and he's doing really well. Um, a little bit puzzled why he played left side instead of right against Wednesday, but... You know, not a football manager, am I? Um, no. But then we've also got Matic as well. Um, so we, we have got plenty of defensive options and it is paying off because we haven't conceded a goal in our last six league games, which is incredible. And we've won them all, you know. So, yeah, yeah so, so defence, I don't think, is, is a major stumbling block now. I think um, if we're on a game, teams will find it very, very hard to score against us. Mm-hmm. And for... Everyone who's either watched the game back or watched the game live on Sky Sports, I really hope you saw the stat where Rotherham's defence is the best defence in Football League history after 15 away games because they've conceded five. I think the next the next team up was Leeds in the 70s when they conceded six, mm. and now it's all yay. Yeah. <laughs> that that yeah, will be also, a future pull quiz question, I'm telling you. It will. <laughs> it also includes that, if, if obviously a lot of people don't remember the 70s, uh, but, I, but one of those teams on there is that Josie Mourinho team of 2004, and that was an incredible defensive. I know it's a different level, but to be to get to have a similar defensive record for the same amount of games is incredible. Uh, that shows the level of defensive um, solidity we have, and it is... We can't. I can't praise enough. We're sort of running out of things to talk to say about it, Mick. But it is genuinely ridiculous. I know we haven't got another away game for sorry for another week or so, but let's just enjoy it where it lasts. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's. I mean, to me, I, at the moment, whilst the stats are great and everything else, there is only one stat that counts, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and that's how many points you are in front of third come back end of April. That's the only one that counts. And 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 come that time, if we're if we're enough points ahead to get ourselves automatically promoted, then then things like this are something that we can start to look back on and and, and mm. enjoy. Um it's gonna dogfight, I think, for the rest of this season. I don't think personally that we're gonna see the performances that we saw against Sunderland at home and Portsmouth at home and mm. and, and performances like I don't think we're gonna see that possibly not for the rest of the season. I hope I'm wrong. Uh, but I think it's just going to be a case now of dig in. Let's dig in and keep that gap between us and third place. Um, wherever we finish in the top two, yeah, great to win the title. Yeah, cl- clearly it would. But but as long as we finish in that top two, that mm. really is all that matters, isn't it? Um, so it's like I said, it's just a question of digging in now and then come the end of the season, we can look at all these stats and and, and celebrate them. I know, but that's boring, isn't it? Let's get, yeah. let's, let's, let's get excited in February. Come on. It's because I'm an old git, isn't it? And I've seen it before. You know, I've seen not from Rotherham, I'll be honest with you. I've not seen Rotherham throw away a lead like this, however. Mm. Other teams mm. have. First time for everything, you never know. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I'll let's just keep his powder dry just for the time being. Yeah. Well, just to sort of put it in perspective and sort of looking at what how many we talk about the night point mark, and I think that's a good Good point for us to stand. I don't know if the players use that, but certainly from a fan perspective, that's that's my aim. Get to there, and then then we're done. Um, we only need to average in terms of points per game. 
if our form between now and the rest of the season is mid-table form, we'll we'll get ninety points. That that's that that's how far in front we are um, of of where we need to be to get promoted. Um, we've, we well, we're not going to get mid-table. Form. I don't think that's going to happen, but. Let's go on with it. Um, Steve, Steve Dawson, morning boys. First live viewing from Brizzy. Nice to have you with us. Wow. Um, Paul Brock. <laughs> uh, what's the status of Miller and his fitness? Uh, Danny, I've seen the World Greek stuff. I've seen the Rachel. I haven't seen anything on Miller. Have you seen anything? Um, Earmark similar time for Red, uh, for Reg's return as well. Um, he's, I think he's back on the grass now. Uh, so he's, so he's on his way back. Um, but again, we've got a very, very good left-sided player in Shane Ferguson as well, mm. who is probably... And I don't, I don't know whether he's completely got the start in berth for the rest of the season. He certainly has until Miller's backup match fit completely. Mm. Um, but as we saw against against Wednesday, we could always bring on Aussie Tutu and then shuffle it round a little bit so we can have him on the right on the right-hand side as well or on the left and stick Chio up front with Smith, yeah. which is something that we have called for on the podcast. You know, he's like, well, that's the position he plays for Ireland. So, you, have. you know, but, well, I have, yeah. um, but now we're starting to see it. And if he can whip his left foot round it like he did against Wednesday, it only takes a few inches. And I'm going to stop my sentence there because I know exactly what I'm going to say. And I'll probably get <laughs> age restricted for saying it. Um, but yeah, anyway, Chio's got a decent left foot on him. And in that position, he can score goals, as we've seen um, on a couple of occasions. Um, but yeah, but with Miller, he's nearly back. Um, again, a few, few more weeks, but if he can get match fit for the semi final game, why not? You know, blaming that with Reg, uh, steady left side, steady at the back, easy, easy peasy. <laughs> he, he says confidently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steve Dawson also asks, I've flipped off it, any updates on contract additions with Smudge, etc.? The latest update from that is we'll wait until the end of the season. And from a lot of players' point of view, and rightly so, they want to see where they are. They don't want to agree to deal now, assuming they're going to championship. And then we don't look. Because from a club point of view, that's bad. We're offering them almost championship wages. And uh, I think I'd, it's... I'd, I'd read on um, on Football League World that he signed a 10-year contract. <laughs> I've heard for 10, that. For £10 a week. Yeah. <laughs> Ten pound a week and a free puck of pie every every match. That's that, that's. I mean, it's on football league world, so it's got to be right. Got to be right. Got to be right. <laughs> yeah. Um, S six four Miller. Danny is wearing a different shirt again. Could this mean something? Am I? Different to sun, different to Sunday, I think. Oh yeah. Um, uh, basically, every time like the next game up after this podcast, I always wear like home or away equivalent. Um, the, the, I've, I've worn this one throughout the season. Our home form is the best in the league, so you know, there you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Jamie, I think we've proven a lot of people wrong this season. People kept saying Sheffield Wednesday, Wigan, Sunderland promotion. Lads have done us ridiculously proud, and yeah, mm. I'm looking forward to look at, at the end of the season looking back at some of our comments. Um, on that. Looking back at comments, I've been looking back at some of our previous episodes in the season for a sort of a best of end of season, some outtakes and things like that. Yeah, and I thought I'll just get out of there now. I was looking back at one of my takes pre season, it may be one of the worst takes there's ever been on this podcast. I said at the <laughs> time nice that I thought Lu- Lewis Wing was better than Dan Barlasser. <laughs> <laughs> like, 44k there, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it thinking, watching the words come out of my mouth. You and clown! I believe it when we talking. Absolute <laughs> clown! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like such a mug. Um, yeah. So apologies to Dan Barlas about that. You, you're not. He's, he's nothing on you, mate. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I'm not even sure why at the beginning of the season or even at the, at the end of last season why those words have come out of your mouth. I, I don't. I, what were you thinking? I, I think, think I got really all, upset. It was all right Wednesday. at the end, wasn't it? It was all right at the end for us, but this season, bless him, you know, talk about yeah, falling him. flat on your ass, dear me. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I apologise to my family, to me, to the listeners, to the viewers, everybody. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was a stupid comment. Um, I'm not going to ruin it field. for the end of the season, but I'm about three episodes in, and there's about eight mentions of Gavin Ward from Michael. 
that's not an exaggeration. Um, no, no wonder Soddy's put a target on your back, mate, whenever we talk <laughs> to players. <laughs> I, I've let him go for a few weeks, so, you know, I, I'm uh, well, I'm not over it. I'm not over it by any stretch of the imagination, but, you know. <laughs> the, the thing is, we've had some decent referees, haven't we? We've had some really good referees over the past few games. Um, yeah. and, and if you're doing these little tips at the end of the season, one of them will be that the referees that we're going to get in this division, i.e. this season that we just had, are going to be better than they had last than we had last season. And they have been yeah. consistently mm. better. So, for the most part. For the most part. On an average basis, it probably is it probably is a better better standard, probably. Oh, there's, there's no there's no doubt about it. There's not probably it's absolutely so anyway, there you go. But we've got a championship I mean, referee I mean, tomorrow night, so I mean, I think the EFL nice. have been listening to you, mate, because they're doing a review of how they like officiate referees in terms yeah. of their reports. So I think they've been watching this and going, actually, you know what? They've got a point. Um, but on the referee front, uh, Trevor Kettle is retiring, I believe, at the end of the season. Um, again, present. Yeah. Put two. What, 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 a giant, what a giant middle finger. Hey, we, could get one, <laughs> we, could, we could get one of Ben's inflatable hands and like cut it so it looks like it's the middle finger. There you go. <laughs> Happy retirement, Mr. Kettle. <laughs> That's brilliant, yeah. Yeah. Uh, swiftly on to the ref watch for the, now. I had it open. It's now gone. Mick, do you remember the guy's name? No. Nope. So guy. It's the guy who refereed our trip to Reading last season. Um, Was it? Are you I sure? Believe so. I believe so. Did we lose three 0 Jeremy Simpson is yeah referee. two offside goals. Just saying, but obviously that wasn't his fault. No, that linesman. That was Linus, but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, he most recently refed us again last season uh, the four-one home defeat to Watford. Again, our first game after COVID, we got battered by a team who were rampant at the time. To be fair, um, more more importantly, against Derby, the three 0 win at home to Derby last season. Uh, he refed again. I don't know anything bad about the game. It seemed to pass without incident, other than Wayne Rooney getting upset about Tony Stewart. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, let's have a quick five minutes, ten minutes about Wigan Athletic. Hugh Norris is a Wigan fan. Thank you for joining us, Hugh. Uh, McLean, Lang, Keane, Humphreys are the players we want to look out for. Uh, they are so dangerous. First one I'm going to mention there is James McLean. And um, we, we, we all know nobody likes James McLean. Right, everybody, nobody likes him. But <laughs> if you boo him, that will make him play better. So yeah. just just ignore him. Just pretend he do, doesn't exist. If you do a particular chant, it'll make him play better as well. And yes. and on that front as well, we have actually got Irish internationals and people on the fringe of being Irish internationals in our squad. Um and one of them is a new signing, George Kelly, who is from that area of Ireland as well. So don't do that chant. Say it quietly to yourself if you want to, but don't do it directed at James McLean. I mean, I think the vast majority of us disagree with some stuff that he puts out, especially the whole teaching his kids in a balaclava thing on Insta yeah. that he did a bit ago that he actually got, I think he got reported for. Did he get reported and banned for it? At least for a couple of weeks anyway. Um, but yeah, but don't do it like so that our Irish players can hear you. I mean, they're not in the same mindset is the clean but doing that sort of chant like you say Matt does egg him on and makes him want to mm. score against us so if we welcome him just go hey mate how are you doing let's shake your hand he won't know what to do with himself so he won't score <laughs> there you go <laughs> <laughs> um i mean i wouldn't offer to shake his hand and be nice to him but I'm, i would just say just talk it, 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 you know the type of player it'll just fire him up so just bear that in mind everybody i'd check his hand but wash it afterwards yeah all right, yeah, all right. um <laughs> He also mentions Cam Lang, uh, Will Keane and Stephen Humphreys. Now, Wigan are in a little bit of the boat that we were in last season, Mick, where they've had to play on Tuesday against Crew, and mm. now they're having to play against Friday. Not as intense as what we had last season, but it's it's almost comparable. And mm. Lang and Keane both started and played the vast majority of the game on Saturday and the game on Tuesday. I think Lang scored on Tuesday. Now, he's got to do that. They're in a situation where he's got to play those players because they need to win the games. But it then puts extra, it puts extra pressure on their bodies, literal extra pressure on their mm. bodies because they're having to play so many games in a short space of time with minimal rest period. Yeah. I mean, it depends what their fitness regime is like, isn't it? You know, um, if it's anything like ours, then they'll, be, then they'll have no problem. You know, they'll have no problem getting through two games a week for the rest of the season. Um, I doubt that it is 
just just based on what we know about Paul Warren and his um, and his team and 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 the, how rigorous that fitness regime is. So, um, I mean, it, it's all good for us, isn't it? You know, I, I do I do feel for him. I do feel for him. Have a fixture backlog uh, because we were there last season and it, it it ruined our season completely. Ruined our season for me, uh, amongst other things. But it was a, it was a major true contributory factor to us going down. Um, so, yeah, I mean, from our point of view, you know, we lose. Does it really matter? Does it really? I, maybe, maybe it does. We're still 11 points in front of third, you know. Having played uh, so, games after tomorrow. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would argue that the pressure, the pressure, psychological pressure is going to be on Wigan to, to get something from the game. Um, mm-hmm. Because obviously if they, if they lose... Then that puts us a three-point gap. It should they win their games in hand, it still puts us three points clear of them. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We're we're going to be reasonably well rested. Um, we didn't really, and and I don't mean this to sound like I know it's going to sound, but we didn't massively overexert ourselves over at Swillsbury, did we? You know, no. we soaked up the pressure, took our chances, and, and and walked away with a stripy shirt and a black mask on, didn't we? You know, um, which which just makes it all the sweeter. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna it, listen. It's gonna be a tough game because because of the conditions more than anything else uh, for both sides. Um, so if they're t- if they're more tired than us, happy days from from our point of view. Mm. Uh, but Geraldine Simpson makes the, a potentially valid point. Do you think it could have the opposite effect with being Matt Sharp playing all the games? And also mm-hmm. to add into that, they've won two in a row. Last season we were playing all the time. We were bottom of the table struggling. If you're winning, Danny, what all the professionals tell you that if you're winning, you want to play every other day almost. Yeah, I, I think so. And I think, like you say, with, with match sharpness, they'll certainly know what they need to do to get the job done. Mm. But their last loss came against Sheffield Wednesday. And I believe their flow in, the, in their last five is two wins, two draws and one loss. So I think for Wigan that season, it's, it, you can class it as a little bit of a wobble for Wigan. We did first play in that tab form, didn't we? Yeah, um, but I think as well, because we didn't play to our best when we were against Wednesday, that might also play into our favour as well, because we know we have to improve again to get a performance out of it. Like It's one thing beating Sheffield Wednesday. I mean, I mean this in, in every sense of it, they're eighth, you know, and we beat them even though we weren't playing at our best. Um, but with Wigan, they are, they're, they're, <laughs> to put it a different way, they're effectively like Rotherham, but in Lancashire. You know, because they are the, they are their best team, uh, the second best team in the league, the best team in Lancashire in League One. We are the best team in South Yorkshire in League One and the best team in the league by default. But it, it's almost as if it's match sharpness, but against two teams that aren't up the top end, if that makes sense, versus a team that knows the need to improve, but have already beaten a team in the top end and have won our last six, I think, in the league and not conceded a goal. So that's why it adds to, like we said at the start, it will be a very good game. Mm. Um, not a classic, but a very good game, I think. It'll be a good advert for League One, unlike what Peterborough and Reading was, if anyone saw what Sky Sports had put. <laughs> be oh, it. dear. Have <laughs> you seen it, mate? I, I saw. I, well, I saw it was a good game, a good uh, advert for League One, which is where they're both being season. So, <laughs> yeah, that was, happy yeah. days. Stuck <laughs> it up, Dara. You look at like championship this season, and it's ridiculous. It's genuine. Again, you go on points per game. Peterborough <laughs> in the in the best position out of the bottom three. If they continue that points per game, they'll get thirty two points. <laughs> I mean, that's not fair that we were in that league last season. <laughs> uh, How many points did we go down with? Was it forty one or is it forty four? I think it was for, was forty four. It might be right at forty four. Somewhere around yeah. more than 32, tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> um and Derby, having my minus 21 points taken taken from them, are favourites to stay up. Uh, how? <laughs> I, uh, joke of a league. Absolute joke of a league. I think the main question is do you think Barnsley will beat our record low points total? I don't know. It wouldn't <laughs> surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. Oh, we should. Wow, well, well, we should. I know Joe probably won't listen to this, but Joe Beard's all from very all over podcast. Got engaged this week. Congratulations, Joe. Yeah, congrats. Congratulations, um, Joe. He's, he, he won Valentine's Day, proposed to his girlfriend in Disneyland in Florida. So <laughs> he won. 
<laughs> Unlucky everybody else, Joe. One. <laughs> <laughs> All right for some that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, our record against Wigan is rubbish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we um, we have only beat them at home in the league three times ever. The last time of that was in 2016 on Boxing Day when we won 3-2, but we were 3-0 up and they had a goal disallowed in 90th minute for 23 3 <laughs> um, So we oh, stuck on the line yeah. on that one. Um, but it's but we, we have a, it's, they're a strange team. They're a bit like Wednesday, Mick. Our record at their place, it's not actually that bad, but our mm. record at home is rubbish. Yeah. Well, uh, we've broken enough records this season already. That's true. So, you know, another one won't matter, won't matter will it? You know? Listen, we 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 if if we play to our ability, we will win tomorrow night. There is no question about it. If we can play to to the level that we know that we're capable of, we will win tomorrow night. However, there's obviously more to it, isn't there? You know what I mean? So, look, we just got to step up a level from Saturday, Sunday, um, because we weren't yeah. good enough Sunday. Um, and then just if it, if it comes down to grabbing to grind out a result, then we do, that's what we'll do. Um, yeah. But. We'll see. We'll see. It's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting. It's a shame that you know we have going to have the storm come in and win out in an all round stadium. It's a real shame because, it, as you said earlier on, it would have been a really good advert for um, for League One football. I, I don't see that it is going to be, to be honest. No. I mean, let's be fair. You know, it's going to be like playing on airing thought playing fields in it. You know, in terms of the the, the wind and. Mm. So the, the wind is meant to die down around kickoff time, but it's still gonna be really bad. The worst yeah. I can remember it in New York, Mick, I don't know if you remember it's when we were playing late in Orient when um with Frexor Rev scored that last minute goal at New York, the the 13 14 promotion season when they were top at league. Uh and the, how, their how do you were, expect me to remember that, Mark? <laughs> well, the anybody that will remember it because their goalkeeper took a goal kick. And it came back. It came back for a corner. It just kept wind kept yes, back, and it bounced off a bar. <laughs> uh, so we might be seeing another one of those. Um, so, right, where are we? Where are we? Two Norris makes a very valid point. Just like you lot last year, we've been playing pretty poor last month or so, but have been grinding out results. Sign of promotion winning team. Yeah, I watched mm. most of their game against Crew on Tuesday, and Crew matched them. To be fair to Crew, Crew did all right, apart from the fact they clearly have no attacking. Players, they just couldn't. We they got a ball in their areas, but then when it got to that eighteen-yard box, they had they were completely clueless. Um, still doing that thing where they passed to goalkeeper within six-yard box from goal <laughs> kicks as well, which is enjoyable. Um, I wish more teams would do that. More teams should do that. <laughs> I, know, I noticed um, piggies were doing it on Sunday up to a point a couple of times, mm. uh, but yeah. then you couldn't run on that pitch. You couldn't close it down because you know you you set off the sprint and you ended up flat on your face, didn't you? So. Um, <laughs> That bog. <laughs> the particular favourite from Wednesday game was the size of the near side touchline to the uh, to the dugouts. John Brecken described it as they've painted it with a ten inch brush, and it was like, <laughs> yeah, honestly, it was so thin. No wonder that ball stayed in when they nearly scored. Well, when they had the goal ruled offside <laughs> because the line yeah. was so thick. But yeah, dear linesman have been at with just big brush and just painted it. <laughs> but no, it certainly won't be like that on <clears throat> well, well, tomorrow actually. It won't be like that yeah. at all because we have a nice groundsman who actually looks after his pitch and um, surprisingly <laughs> good drainage compared to Hillsborough. Bearing in mind, we're next to a river and they're next to a river. Ours is better. Mm -hmm. There you go. Good thought. Yeah. Michael Fairbank, we owe them for the last kick of the game at their play at the DW. Hopefully, payback is on the cards like it was for Wednesday. There was a mm. symmetry of that, uh, which we are fans of. Uh, Michael Mortimer reckons a 3-1 victory. Um, one of the key questions about Friday night, Danny, from the Wigan point of view, is, is Curtis Tilt? Does he exist? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he didn't play Tuesday, but he did play Saturday. So knowing Curtis Tilt, he's probably picked up another injury. But I don't know. I, I haven't been able to find any team news. I don't know if you've unearthed anything, but he must still might not exist. I mean, hopefully our Wigan friend in the comments can enlighten us to this one, but I, I do think Curtis Till exists. Um, <laughs> at least he does on social media, but you never know. He might live in the Matrix. He might be a figment of our imagination. Um, but in a weird way, I sort of hope he does play tomorrow 
Uh, again, because we actually know he exists. But at the same time, it'll be his first game at New York Stadium, yeah. having never played there in two years with the club that plays there. Um, so I'm sure he's bound to get a very warm welcome. Um, sarcasm. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah... I mean, with Tilty, the least the least said about him, the better. He was another one that clearly didn't really want to be here. Um, fair play to him; he wasn't as vocal as a particular individual at Bolton was, uh, which is which is quite funny because he started his first game and lost three one. Um, but yeah, let's just hope he does exist, and I actually really hope he does play because it's like, oh yeah, you do exist. Oh, Michael Smith just put you on your ass. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hugh Norris has answered the question. I think we've been resting him for tomorrow. He's been brilliant, to be fair. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. There's no doubt. Hey, listen, he's a good player. There's no doubt about that. There's absolutely no doubt about that. You know, Paul Warren is to be chasing a player for two seasons who's, who's no good, do they? You know? Um, so it just it just didn't work for him. It didn't work for him at us, for us. Uh, I'm assuming he's from the neck of the woods, and I don't know whether that was an issue for him. I think he's uh, a southerner, isn't it? Oh, I thought you from Northwest, mm. you know. I, I don't know, whatever. I, I know that he does. He, he does like uh, Lancashire because yeah. he was at Blackpool for ages, wasn't he? Yeah. Never mind. Two years, but yeah, we'll wait and see. Yeah, uh, Philip Halls is watching all the way from New Zealand. We are global. <laughs> the global New York talk. <laughs> in New Zealand, good lord. <laughs> yes. right, my sister lives um, in New Zealand. Yeah, I don't advanced. know where. I can't, I, I can't pronounce it. it it's it's a, <laughs> the, <laughs> the North Island. I have no idea. One of them. Okay. One of the islands, brilliant. <laughs> Informative as ever, Michael. Oh, my car. Kamara or Kamara or something. I don't know. It's not anything really interesting, won't it? No, she won't be watching either because she doesn't like football. I know, that's true. So, yeah. Could call it anything. Boom. Yeah. Uh, let's go with our lineups. Um, so. We're probably not far off unchanged, Mick. Unless I'm missing an injury. Oh well, you'd assume Lindsay for Lindsay for Rathbone is probably the big change. Uh, yeah, possibly, possibly. Um, I, I don't know what the the thinking was behind bringing Jamie Lindsay off on on Sunday. Whether it was just to change it up, whether he, he was put on in the first place to look at Harry Bannon and and affected mm. our our shape. Or whether there was just an issue with his the way he was the way we were performing. I don't know. I don't know. So he may or may not start tomorrow. I I, I suspect he won't. I suspect Oli Rathbone will be back. Um, and other than that, I can't. I don't think there's going to be a change. Um, I think it's Rathbone for Lindsay. Uh, Freddie will start again. He's got to be scored, and he you know he's, he's and, and he does this. You know, we, we've said it time and time and time again. You know, he, he has a drought and then bangs six in in four. You know, um, he's had a drought and he's just got one back. So, um, if you want a, a little side bet, I suggest you might put a 50p on uh, on Freddie scoring tomorrow. Yeah, he does it every time, doesn't he? Yeah, it does. And, and what I'll say is fair play to Paul Warren for, for picking him on, on Sunday. Uh, I don't know whether we, we just podcast. Yeah, uh, we did, yeah. I had him in my fan of team, so I got eleven out of eleven on Sunday. Uh, I got Yeah, I, uh, I just felt that he was going to bring Freddie in because of his experience and and also because he he he, he likes to score at Swillsborough as well. So and, and now I don't think he's gonna he's gonna drop him uh, tomorrow. But you never know, dear. You? you never know. But I, I think he'll no. start. No change. Uh, at which point in the season do you want to tell everybody about your fan hub cheating, Mick? I'm never gonna. I've got, I don't know what you're talking about, mate. Okay. The, well, fan up cheating, excuse me. <laughs> where, 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 where does Fanup think you live? Well, here in Wales. Where's here in Wales? <laughs> Anglesey. <laughs> right. 236 miles for every single home game for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're like, oh, you're loyal. You can have a beanie. You, you only travel eight miles, no beanie for you. <laughs> a fat, fat lot of good it's done me, you know. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still barely in top 10. <laughs> no, that's true. Um, Danny, thoughts? Are you same with Mick? Just probably Jill Lindsay for Rathbud and no change? Yeah, I think so. It depends on how we want to marshal the game. I think Lindsay's a better marshaler in midfield, so he might be brought on later in the game to try and stop Wigan scoring late on because they've made a habit of that this season. 
Um, but yeah, for me, more or less unchanged. Maybe swap Icky and Hardin round at the back. So Hardin actually plays on the right hand side. But other than that, I go unchanged. Um, and just to put a bit of the uh, frighteners up, a shoe noise to Wigan Fan Tell gives given us his predicted lineup. And there's some really good players in here. Durink was a very good player. Uh, Tilt we know is a good player. James McLean's a very good player. Powers a very good player. Graham Sheen is a very good player. Callum Lang's an excellent player. Josh McGuinness is a brilliant player. Just won the league last season with a hole. This is a proper team. And and the difference between mm. this and something like Sunderland Mick is this is a proper team who knows what they're doing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but so does ours. Yeah, so yeah. does ours. Um, and and I, I'll be honest with you, I, I, I've, I've heard of some of those players. I don't know. I, I don't watch Wigan, so I can't comment on on how good or, or otherwise they are. They must be decent because second the division, you know. Yeah. Um, the, the, so 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 the the the, the points total tells you. But I will back my team. I would back Rotherham United against anybody in this division and probably just about anybody in the division above as well. Uh, I am absolutely not a problem with that whatsoever. None at all. Cool. Fair enough. Right, positivity. Mm. right we're going to have a quick word from Manscaped uh, because why not? Oh, uh, and then on. we're going to come back with... I put it on screen. Uh, it's been on screen for the whole of this podcast so far and you still got to try and embarrass me in front of everybody, haven't you? <laughs> Well, the oil listeners can't see you, if that helps. All oh, right, that's fair enough, yeah. So, I mean, you know. Um, yeah, well, we're going to have a landscape advert, and then we'll be back with a new segment we're going to do. Just be a second. So it's my month to tell you all about how amazing Manscaped is, and it is. But I felt like Ben's advert was too much of a masterpiece to throw in the bin just yet. So, take it away, Ben. Uh, they're promoting their new product, the Lawnmower 4.0, um, which is kind of well-known for reducing cuts uh, and making it a lot easier to trim your balls. Uh, you can buy this separately or in a bundle called the performance package, which also, which in that you get a ball toner, ball toner and ball deodorant, uh, which are actually very handy um, because they're specifically designed for your balls. So they, they work very well. Uh, I would highly, I highly recommend all of this. Uh, the lawnmower, it comes with a little light, uh, comes with a little light there that comes on when you when you turn the, the razor on so it's very good it comes with a little charging port oh which is also a little holder yeah i highly recommend it i use it and i i highly recommend it if you want to join ben and over four million men worldwide who already have manscape go to manscape.com using code myt at checkout for 20 percent off free shipping and ben highly recommends it what I like about that video is my hair magically goes, grows and then disappears again. Um, I look a bit like a bouncer on it, don't I? You, know, you, ain't, you ain't got the height Kinda. to be a bouncer. But... I'm sat down, man. Come on. <laughs> I had to get it in. Ben's not here. I had to get it in. Uh, anyway, so, new section. I haven't thought of a name for this yet, so bear with us. Uh, Matt, Matt Hepson is joining us. Uh, Miller's fan. Thank you for joining us, Matt. Thank you very much for having me, lads. Um, so the idea behind this is, and um, we're going to try to do this more often, is that we're going to be matting in the future with other fans as well and ask a question. We're going to have a quick chat about, not necessarily the Wigan-related game, but we'll have Wigan-related chat with you as well, Matt. And then yeah. we'll just talk about Wigan United. Um, so, Brilliant. Matt, thank you for joining us, first of all. Nice to have you with us. No, thank you very much. Nice to have another Matt in the building. What's your question? My question is uh, to you all, what is your favourite moment under the Paul Warren era as manager? As manager, of course. <laughs> I'm going to get a sneaky one in. Um, I'll make I'll come to you last, Danny. Yeah, yeah please do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least give us some thinking time. There's been so many. Um, right, I'm going to go for the generic answer because it was my first trip to Wembley, so I'm going to say 2018 playoff final. Um, to watch it, to still be able to watch it back, and to see Paul Warren thinking Richard Woods going for celebration, <laughs> run straight past him and celebrates with his family. Um, but I'd say that's my favourite one purely for what it means to me, but also uh, for Warney as his mm. his first promotion as manager and his first full season as our manager. So yeah, I'll go for that one. I'm going to go for his first game as caretaker at Burton. I know we lost, but. Mm. To see the caretaker manager come out and take the warm up 
before kickoff was I've never seen before and we'll never see again. It was just brilliant. And his post-match interview, as much as it was heartbreaking to see him upset about it, it just showed you what it means to him. It just shows what the club means to that man. Um, and that was the moment, certainly for me, that I knew I wanted him as, as our manager going forward. It just meant the world to him. Um, Mick, we've taken two um, of your answers. Mine's a bit of a cop-out. Mine's a bit of a cop-out. And, and it's a cop-out because my favourite moment so far is, is Sunday just gone. And and before that, right. well, it is. Before that, it was that it was that it was the game before it. And I'll tell you for why. It's because I've just spent the last four four and a half years watching Paul Warren grow as a man, as a manager, as 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 a football person, as a supporter of this club. And it, and he just it, it just it kind of surprises you week after week after week, you know, with his with the, with the way he is with the press, with the way he is with the fans, the way he is with the players. How he's how he's brought players through, like Michael Smith, is a perfect example. You know, he's it, just it's just watching him develop. It's it's just it's just an amazing thing to see, and it, and the fact that it's so closely related to our club. You know, it's just it's 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 a thing of absolute beauty. Um, but if you tie me down to one moment, it's his post-match interview after Cardiff. That yeah. means a lot. That means a lot mm. to me. Um, mm. And and the birthday message you sent to me as well. Oh yeah, yeah. So you've got you've picked about five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whack him in Ben. Uh, Matt, what's yours? Do you, do you uh, pick one? I mean, mine would be from because I was there. Would that be us beating Doncaster in the last minute back in February 2018 when Joe Newell put it in the bottom corner? Mm, yeah, yeah. That has to be. That that has to be up there definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That were a great that were a great ten minutes of injury time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, so we've just spent the first 40, 40 minutes, Matt, saying how excited we are for tomorrow night. Are you really excited for tomorrow night? Oh, honestly, I'm I'm buzzing for this. I really am. I I, I do think I do think we'll win it. I really do. You know, you're going through Wigan's players before. You look at them compared to our squad, you know, why not? We are where we are in the league for a reason, you know, first versus mm. second. Stormy night, it's going to be a cracker tomorrow. It is. Uh, Josh Flesher would like, we hope Wiggins strikers are involved in, in the game tomorrow as much as Mick is in the Manscaped advert. <laughs> <laughs> I, like it. I like it a lot. Listen, Matt, uh, the, the, you didn't see the movement. You didn't see my movement in that advert. I, my eyes were going from one side to the other. Very rapidly. Just kept repeating the same word over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Highly recommend doing one. <laughs> uh, if anybody else is watching, wants to let us know their favourite Paul Warren, Paul Warren moment so far, let us know in your comments. Um, Danny, let's move on. Let's move on to sort of how we think the game's going to play out. Assuming that, well, let's take Hugh Norris's prediction of the lineup as, as as what it is, just because we have nothing else to base it on yet. And let's take our prediction of lineup because that's probably right. How do you see the game playing out if the condition is bad as they're meant to be? Um, hopefully one where the ball isn't in the air too much. Hopefully it is played on the floor. Um, and if James McLean is lining up against Chio, which I think McLean is a left-sided player into, if he's lining up against Chio, he will have some sort of difficulty. Because obviously they have, they have um, been together a little bit in the Irish squad, but they've never... Had, Probably never came up against each other in a competitive game, um, unless it was Wigan last time. But I'm not sure if Chio played. We'll have to double check that. Um, ah, right, okay. So if he's coming up against Chio, a fellow Irishman, it will be a battle, you know, because it's like you know each other through the Ireland squad, and now you're coming up against each other as club rivals. So that should be an interesting battle. Uh, I think Chio will probably outpace him. Um, and get some crosses in the box as well. So my prediction, I think Smith will score and then we'll probably try and hold it out against Wigan because we have been very good at shutting out teams over recent games. Um, but I think the test is, can we do it against Wigan? And if we can, then we've won. If not, I'd still second one one draw, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those games, isn't it, that for, for me, this is how I feel, that it's don't lose for us. If we don't lose, that's fine. But they need to win. If they if they want to win the title, they've got to come and have a go, and they've got to probably win. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, we're in a better position, i.e., that we have the points on the board. They they're playing catch up, so for them, it's probably more pressure on them, definitely, than it is for us. Mm. 
in saying that, if we do win, you know, the gap get bigger, doesn't it? So, mm. you know, it's it, it's going to be, a, it's definitely going to be a good game tomorrow, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Hugh Norris, I think, is getting a bit giddy in the Wigan fan. I generally feel like we're going to cruise <laughs> to a 3 0 win. One of those games where I expect it to be a bit tight, but one team comes out on top and absolutely smashes it. Reckon that'll be us tomorrow. Okay. Um, can, 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 I, can I just ask, um, can you send me some of what you're smoking in the post, please? Um... <laughs> it's good It's good to see a fan uh, really positive about that. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, if you put all our games together, we have, we've, we've conceded three goals in the league. That goes back to December. Uh, and you think we've only done it once, haven't one we? Game. Well, if, if if you can put all the games together, we conceded mm. one against Bolton, one against Accrington, and one against Burton. Those are our last three goals conceded. Um, and that goes back to December. Where what is it? It's nine nine hours of football. We had we had conceded for conceding a goal. Mm. You might be right. It might be one of those games where the whole deck, deck of cards come crashing down upon ourselves. But Mick, what are the chances of that happening? Really, come on. I remember having a conversation last season on the podcast when Stoke City came to New York Stadium and we played them at their place and to say it was dull would have been really, really talking it up because it was just the most dreadful game of football I have ever seen away at Stoke City. And I predicted another nil-nil ball draw uh, and by the time it got to 3-3, I think I, I'd just sort of given up all hope. <laughs> so, yeah. listen, you never know, do you? You, you, you never know. But I, 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 I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buying that. I'm not buying it. And, and listen, no. if, if you might pull it off, good luck to you. But I, I'm, I'm just not buying that. The thing is, if we lose three 0 I don't think we will. But if we lose three 0 it's one of those results that will kick us on to the rest of the season. That'll yeah. put a firework up all their backsides. Yeah. Oh, God, if it yeah. happens. Which I don't think it will, but if it did, Paul Warner won't let forget it for the next 15 oh, games, 40 games. Yeah, get um, ready. Yeah, but it is one of those games that with Danny, that if we go ahead, we went against Wednesday, I couldn't, you couldn't see us losing that game. Uh, we can know how to come back. The second for a reason, they know how to come back into these games. We we won't be settled, we won't be safe at 1-0. No, well, I don't think safe. so. Yeah, it, won't, it certainly won't feel safe at 1-0. Um, and you could say that's why we we well we sort of tried to push for it against Wednesday. I mean, mm. like like we've already said, <clears throat> we weren't we weren't at our best against Wednesday, but that could kick us on to try and beat Wigan. And like um, our Wigan friend says about you know one team potentially kicking on and su- surprising the other one. I think in terms of teams most likely to do it, you could argue it would be us because we've done it against Sunderland and Portsmouth this season already, against Wednesday to a point, because they had the vast majority of the good chances on Sunday. Um, but I, I don't I don't think it'll be as high as three. If, if we are if we are to lose, touch will be don't, but if we are to lose, it won't be three. It'll be one nil. It'll be one goal either way, because uh, we haven't conceded three since Fleetwood back in September, I think. That was the last time we conceded more than three goals in a single game. Which is a daft stat. Is again, this this whole season seems to be daft stats for us. Um, but yeah, just 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 do our own thing, improve from somebody, do our own thing, and we should, fingers crossed, see the game out. Hmm. Yeah, we've only conceded more than one goal in the league this season twice, and that's pigs at home, two in a loss, and Fleetwood at home four two. Um, there you go. I'm a player. We haven't lost it at home since that Fleetwood Fleetwood result. I think we've got the best home record in England as well at the minute. Uh, took, since then, um, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a good day. Uh, I think I don't know if I've done this. S64 Miller, my first season as a Miller, and Paul Warren came to have a picture with me. Top bloke, yeah, top bloke in charge of a team full of top blokes. Um, is how I is how I see the team at the minute. Um, let's go for some predictions because Mick needs to be done bang on nine o'clock today, don't you, Mick? Uh, give a take, yeah. I, I don't want to be here at half past still banging on about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so what, people are giving us some predictions. Mick Twig has given us three one. Hugh Norris already given his uh, positive prediction. Uh, Matt, what do you reckon for tomorrow? For tomorrow, mm. I either think one of the, I either think we'll run away with it, i.e., get like we did against Sunderland. I really do. Um, mm. Or it's going to be a stalemate, boring nil nil, something like that. Um, so my prediction tomorrow is a close two one. 
Aston and Smith will get a double. That's another style. Mm. If they try and play out from the back, they will struggle. Yeah. Uh, which mm. I think they try and do. I think I think they like to do that. Now we're settled, which we weren't when we played the first time round, they are going to struggle. Uh, Jamie Miller, 2 0. I'm a player, 5 1. Easy win. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. Paul Brock, 1 1. Arthur Kelly, 2 1. Philip Hawes, 2 1. Steve Grundy, 1 1. Mick? Well, uh, if they do like to play out from the back, and I think I've noticed that in the comments from one of the uh, Wigan fans, uh, don't. <laughs> have, a, have a word. <laughs> Ring up. Have a word. Because with, with greatest of respect, with the absolute greatest of respect, you're not good enough to do that. You're a League One team, same as we are and everybody else. You're not good enough and you will be punished and we will punish you doing it. No question about it. So if that's how they're going to play, then then yeah, three and out. If <laughs> if if they start to play to the conditions and play to to play 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 the game that we don't like, i.e. spoiling, you know, slowing the game down, etc. A la a la Acton, a la Wickham, then it could be a different matter. Um, but we've not conceded in six games. That's got to come to an end at some stage, mm. probably. So depends how they're going to play. But if they're going to play that front back. Well, I'm not wearing out. I'm not wearing out other than a comfortable victory for us. <laughs> okay. Uh, Gerald and Simpson 1 0. Katie 2 0 to the Millers. Uh, Freezing Fury 2 1, I assume, to the Millers. Richard Dimble will be goes for a 2 2. Um, and Freezing McFury, not, not this isn't a prediction, but it says McLean is a threat. Man marking, and we will be fine. You've got to bear in mind the other players. Callum Lang is a hot property. Uh, will Keane's hit and miss, but he is a dangerous player. There's, this is the difference between these and Wednesday. These have got yeah. a number of threats. Oh, yes, we have as well. That's the thing. That's the difference. Um, I am going to go nil-nil. I'll happily take a nil-nil. Danny? Um, I'm going I'm to agree with Mick. I think if they play to the conditions and the type of football we don't like, I could probably see Wigan sneaking a 1-0 win. Mm. But if they play out from the back... Um, and try and do it that way, they will get pressed to hell by our front eight, if you like. Because uh, that's what that's what we did against Sunderland. We pressed the hell out of Sunderland and we scored five. You know, So if we press Wigan enough and they are playing out from the back, then could be two or three. Um, but factoring conditions, I'll probably say one nil to us, I think. One nil, I like it. Brill, that's fantastic. Um, Matt, I'll ask you about Sunday. Um, how did you enjoy Sunday afternoon? We haven't talked about it enough on this episode. How did you enjoy that? Absolutely, I absolutely loved it, mate. Honestly, I mean, in the first half, I'll be honest, we weren't at it, you know. And I yeah. think Paul Warren said what needed to be said at half time. We came out and we were an absolute different force in the second half, and yeah, limbs in the away end won't be forgotten. Let's put that for sure. <laughs> I, heard they were, I heard Danny mention they were crowd surfing at the back of the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, it, that's that's on the vlog as well. It's actually one of my mates from Kimmy Park, Craig. Um, he came to like, he came to where we were in the second half, and we're doing the whole celebrating. And I just pan across, and he's there just celebrating. And the funniest thing, I catch it's on camera. You sort of see everybody drop him, and you see his feet go up like that <laughs> as he goes down. Um, and yeah, we other mate were crowd surfing as well. Um, and I sent it to one of my mates at uni, who was a Chef United fan, and says, Mate, they are the best limbs I've ever seen. <laughs> um, so yeah, somebody were just unreal. But one special mention has to go to James Lindsay, who tackled Barry Bannon in the opening five minutes and then celebrated with the crowd after he did yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> that were brilliant. Yeah. All right, enjoyed that bit. Um, a couple more predictions coming through Steve Cooper 1 0, Cheryl Stone 2 1, Reg 2 2. Uh, Mick, on Sundays, uh, you're the only NFL fan I, I think we have with us at the moment, so I'm going to ask you about it. Now, we'll talk, not going to talk about Super Bowl. What I do want to ask you about how you feel, what your thoughts are on Akin Fenwa getting permission to miss the Wickham game so he can go and cover the Super Bowl. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's Wickham, isn't it? It's Wickham all over. Um, you know, that. The... I, I, listen, I haven't got a problem with Wickham at all, and I certainly haven't got a problem with Akin Fenwa. No whatsoever i mean he's a top top bloke uh i've got a problem with the way we can play obviously i mean who hasn't who wouldn't have you know um yeah it's but whatever whatever he's, he's coming to the end of his career now isn't he you know he's 
he's not a player that's last season. Yeah, yeah, I think it is, isn't it? Yeah. He's not a player because of his bulk, because of his size and age. Couple those together, he's going to be able to play two games a week, or even two, or even a game a week. You know, um, so see, so yeah, why not? I hope you enjoyed it. It's a hell of an event uh, if if you mm. like American football. So uh, I think Ben got the got his tip right as well, didn't he? he said back the Rams. Did um, he? Yeah, he did. He did. I think. I thought, and, uh, back the I, thought I thought it would. No, Rams he said Rams were going to win it. Um, I think okay. they won it. Did they win it last minute or last day seconds? I didn't watch it, so I know. But I'm sure that. we're happy. <laughs> he were, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> um, Steve Dawson, 2-2 to get his first for the club in a 3-1 win. Yeah, I think we'll see 2-2 again. I think it's similar to the Wednesday yeah. game. I think we'll see him mm. later on. Um, if he looks a prospect. Yeah. Does that he did, yeah. Mm. Very much so. Um, I think I've ticked everything off on the list. Let me just check my thing before anybody else asks any questions. No. I've got the right notes up and I've done them all. Anything else from Saturday, Tuesday ahead? Anything else that we need to cover or need to talk about? It's just, it's just remarkable know. that you actually make notes, Matt. I'm, I'm, I'm well, I made literally so light reading behind the curtain. I made two notes and then when I came to load my notes up, I loaded the notes up for the last episode. Which is why I couldn't find the referee information because I was looking at last week's notes. Well, so, look at Dan Isdale refereeing again. <laughs> Four games on trot. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Ann Simpson, when do we think we'll see Georgia Keller? I think it's a good question. Well, Danny, soon. It, 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 they may even be marking the cup game as a chance to give him some proper minutes. Mm, I mean, it, it could be tomorrow. You know, if, um, <clears throat> if we decide to start Smith and Ladipo and I, I don't know, we need that more of a creative option up front. It could be tomorrow or it could be Tuesday against Morecambe. I think maybe Tuesday against Morecambe could potentially see him coming because it's not like one of the the big we need to perform sort of games uh, in, in terms of you know like playing the teams that are around us, I mean. But mm. yeah, we could see him very soon. I mean, he looks fit enough, doesn't he? <clears throat> he, look, he, look, he looks fit enough, he looks match fit. He's already involved with our fans um, after full-time against Wimbledon. Um, and for anyone watching, go and watch my friend uh, Tani RUFC vlogs. Because uh, at the start, he's got uh, he's got Judge Hill doing a plug for his YouTube <laughs> channel. I don't know how he's managed it. Um, but go and watch that for, purely for that. Um, but yeah, I, I think next game, maybe next couple of games, we could see Kelly coming to it. Same with Angus, really. We could, we could mm. see Angus playing a lot more as well. Um, but yeah, to use Ben's famous phrase, I'm not a football manager, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> true, very, very true. Uh, anything else we want to cover tonight? Am I, am, I, am I right in thinking that you don't live locally? No, I don't, mate. No, so where do you live? Not a dress, I live up, up, in, so. York. <laughs> <laughs> I live up, I live up in Yorkshire Dales, mate. Wow, so you, yeah. you don't get to every game then? Not to every game, I get down as many times as I can. I was there on Sunday, so yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a, now, it's a now you see, Mick, Matt doesn't have to cheat when using FanHub, whereas you do because you have your location <laughs> set is in Wales. Strictly true, is it? It's that's not strictly true because I I, I do occasionally live there. <laughs> yeah. It's a special, yeah, no, that's that's not enough for a cop out for me. Can't believe you stitch me up. FanHub, please get on it. Yeah. I'll, I'll be getting an email of FanHub, I won't I saying you're banned. <laughs> Bro. Uh yeah, so there we go. Thank you, Mick. Um we will be back on when will we be back? We're back Sunday. Um that will be a look back at Friday night's action and then look ahead to Tuesday because it's Saturday Tuesday again, obviously. Uh and that'll be Morecambe, another home game, thankfully, at Willisham at Morecambe. If you are watching on YouTube, first of all, thank you, because we've now tipped over five hundred subscribers on YouTube. Which was one of the landmarks we were aiming for. I think we aimed it for end of season. You've smashed it in like five days. So thank you everybody who's done that. Uh, if you haven't already, please do subscribe. Please go back and watch Danny's vlog because, as Matt and Danny have already mentioned, it looks brilliant. Um, uh, and last week, if you want to relive some very, very heavy gloating, go back and watch the episode from Sunday because me and Mick were voting very much. Danny was dr Danny were drunk. Yes, great. Yeah. 
How was your hangover, Danny? It was all right, to be honest. Um, after, after the pod, after the podcast, I sort of started on the water and went, "Oh, I need to edit my video now, don't?" So, so that sort of sobered me up, and yeah, I was okay on Monday. To be fair, brilliant. Um, and if you're on iTunes, Spotify, we were in the top hundred briefly for sports, sports podcasts in the UK. And the UK this time, not just like Saudi Arabia or something random like that. So I think everybody was downloaded that one. Uh, I think last episode was one of the most listened to and most watched episodes we've ever done uh, for audio and 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 the, and the on the YouTube. So again, thank you all. I hope you enjoy them. Uh, we keep coming back, so you must at least semi enjoy them. Um, Matt, it's been a pleasure to have you with us tonight. Anyway, only briefly, but thank you for your question. Uh, up the Millers uh, win tomorrow night. Yes, thank you very much for having me. And yeah, hopefully we do win tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers um, crossed. Mick, get back to Wales. I'm away now. That's why I need to finish early. Brilliant. And Danny, it's been a pleasure. And Friday night football under the New York Stadium. Get on it. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. It's actually our cup final on Friday, isn't it? It's not. It was Sunday. It's now on Friday. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be great. Up the Millers and we'll see you all next time. Cheers, guys. Ravel, ambitious.